Alright guys, so on this episode, what is it? Episode like 4, four of Generation H! Yo, we're going too far. <laughs> like, it's going to become a thing. Yeah, it's going to be like a logo that like turns into cartoon. It's like... Flames. <laughs> it's swords. No, I got swords in my cartoon. Um... Alright, so today's episode was uh, episode four, I think yeah, four. what it is. Yeah. Alright, so episode four, what we're gonna be talking about today, just in in conversation, just as a as a uh, as a dialogue, is about the difference between a long term not long term, sorry, uh, rentals. Period. Period. Short term. Whatever that is. Yeah. Yep. For you. Cash flow. Cash flow. Yeah. So basically cash flow or just Checks. uh uh not passive, um Active income. Yes. So it's active income versus passive income, right? So like, where are we deciding how to be uh, focused on what over another? When uh, is it a deal based thing? Is it a lifestyle thing? Is it a where you are in your life thing? Is it a? I mean, there's so many different factors, right? So I think for me, it's like digging into like obviously where each one of us stands. Yeah. And then, like, how we're making that decision, what's influencing in, influencing that, is it going to change it at some point? Has it already changed since when you started? Because I yeah. feel like it has for some of us. Like, there's obviously changes in being malleable with it. I feel like it's super important as investors, but, like, almost, like, helping people, like, understand that it's okay to have, like, a nine to five and be like, I'm going to flip so that I can make more money so that I can then leave my job. Like, that's okay. Yeah. Just like it's okay to be like, I have a full-time job. I love my job right. because I'm a massage therapist. I'm yes. a banker. I'm a whatever it is. Yep. I'm an art teacher. Whatever it is. But like, I love what I do, but I don't want to be like shackled you to... You want more. I need to... Yeah. yeah. So like, I want to be able to take my vacation. I want to be able to like make money passively to like pay my student loan. Whatever it is. Like, yeah. right? So like, there's a lot of different stories. There's no right answer in what we're doing so really just like what are each one of us doing how has that changed and really what's our story behind our, our investing <laughs> styles currently yeah so i don't know maybe we start with daryl because uh, i feel like you've probably had the biggest pivot you've probably oh, had the biggest change three or four times yeah since i've been yeah. doing this because when i first started i was wholesaling which is another form of active income yeah but i started off because i didn't have any money I started off yeah. with two or three thousand dollars, and I just went and bought street sign and all kinds of marketing. So a lot sign. of hustle. Oh, a, a lot, lot of hustle. Of like... So I came from door knocking. My old job—that's all we did. We door knocked every day. We went and knocked on doors and sold security systems. So I knew that side of the hustle. Yeah. So all I had to do was transform that into houses. I already walked up to a million houses. Now I was just asking a different question. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of asking to sell them something, I asked to buy something, which is a lot easier conversation than selling something. Because yeah. when you sell something, they instantly just boom, cut you off. Yeah. When I'm buying something, the natural like, the natural instinct is to say no when no. you're when you're being sold. When something, you're being right? sold. It's like nope, I don't I don't need it. And like, yeah. no. and I and now you're giving people options. I give them options, and now right. I'm like, oh, I'd love to buy this, and they're like, oh, how much would you pay? That's yeah. the instant yeah, thing yeah, that they yeah. go into is how yeah. much would you pay? Because everyone yeah. loves for you to give them money. They don't necessarily want to give you money, yeah. but they love yeah. to get the money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of pivoted from doing wholesaling till I got enough cash to be able to buy my first flip. Once I bought my first flip, 
I started flipping house after house after house. And then once I got to that point, I had all this cash, but I didn't know what to do next. Do yeah. I just keep making more cash? Or do I start pivoting again yeah. to more of a long-term strategy? And now I have a daughter, which, which I want to yeah. kind of pivot to setting up for her future and things like that. So uh, so you started wholesaling. Yep. You started with a couple thousand, three thousand dollars, very little. So like, I, I think most people that are kind of looking into it know that you don't need that much cash to wholesale. You sure, the more cash you have and the more intentional you are and the better of a strategy you have, the better deals or the more deals yes. that you're going to have, like, right? More like inflow of like calls and stuff, right? So, okay, we all understand that. But like you started with like two to three and then at at what point were you like, okay, I'm flipping enough house or I'm, I'm wholesaling enough houses to like, I need to be part of the action. Was that always like something that you had in the so back of your mind? So in the back of my head, I always thought it would be possible. Yeah. But it's that dilemma to where you're like, how am I going to get enough money to purchase a house? Do I have to save enough money to, be the able whole to purchase house. the whole house? Or how and renovations and everything. Yeah. And by me wholesaling, introduced me to a bunch of investors and I started asking questions. Like, so how are y'all doing? Oh, I'm you're curious, curious the whole fucking thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, how are you buying this house? You don't yeah. look any more set up than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that started asking questions, and they were like, dude, I use other people's money. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, how much did I save? I didn't save anything. I saved 20 grand, and then I used it yeah. as a down payment, and then that's it. So, yeah. and I did all of this while having a full time job. When I was wholesaling, I had a full-time job trying to pivot out of that full-time job. Yeah. So now I'm door knocking. Half the day I'm door knocking for houses. Half the day I'm door knocking to sell security systems. And I'm like, how do I get out of this rat race? So yeah. I'm just going in circles, just knocking on everybody's door. Yeah, but you always saw the, like, the, the end game of like, I'm going to get out of this. Obviously, like, there are certain guys that I'm like selling these houses to or I'm like seeing or I'm talking to. They're like making it happen. Oh, making it happen right. every day, yeah. and and they and they're fine. They have multiple deals coming in. They're making mm-hmm. thirty, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars whenever they sell a house. So you like saw so that? I saw that, and I was already curious because I'm I'm making ten, fifteen, twenty yeah. grand off of yeah. a wholesale deal. But then those people are turning around and making another thirty, forty, fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah. How do I go from making the twenty? the 15 20 grand to making the whole 45 50 yeah and that's where i was curious but i didn't know how to put it into action because i thought you had to have money little did we know you don't have to have any money or a little bit of money helps and you so you were just befriending people you were befriending people you were befriending people and asking a bunch of questions getting really curious And then that led you to being like, okay. And you started using the same lenders and the same people the same that they lenders. were using. Yes, yeah. so the same lender that was coming to the meetup, instead of me selling all the people the houses that I was getting, and then they paying. started going to him to lend the money, I just went straight to him and was like, hey, what do I need for you to loan on this project? Cut out the middleman. Cut out yeah. the middleman completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so now he comes in and funds my whole deal because I got a deal for my first flip. And, and obviously you're, yeah, so that's a huge benefit. Yes. The fact that you're wholesale, so like you, you are now cutting out the assignment fee and Correct. you're keeping yeah. that as an additional yeah. profit, right? But like, then there's a whole nother skill set that you're learning. So I went like, into it. Yeah, like, like the I rental knew side. about construction. Yeah. yeah. I knew nothing about I mean, isn't that daunting though? Like, I, I have construction background and yep. it's because my godfather owned a construction company. I worked for him. I managed people like yeah. so I I knew enough coming into it that I was like 
cool. That's a big corner of, or like big, big side of that triangle is like the construction side. So that wasn't a thing, but there's a lot of people like you that are like, I have a, a bunch of other skill sets. Yes. But I just don't have the construction side. So how did like you get? How did you get over that? Because so like my, that's my huge. First, my first two houses, I hired a project manager. You and, I gave, it. and I even cut them in on the deal as a third partner. And they were like, absolutely, I'll definitely really? come in as yeah. third partners. Yeah, because remember on my on my first deal, I picked it up for thirty five thousand and needed about <laughs> eighty thousand in work. And I actually picked up a contractor that he funded the eighty thousand for the rehab. And I cut him in as a third partner. So at the end of the day, he made forty thousand plus his eighty thousand back. Yeah. And he was happy as can be. I was happy because we flipped our first house. And I you mean, were on it. You were, was on you were at the project. You were watching things go I was through. There every you were making day. connections with the subs. Yes. Like you were. I did the demo. I did some of the landscaping. I was helping. You got dirty. Up to, oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, look at you. We got dirty, yes. Yeah, so they call you Dirty Dilly? No, Dirty Dilly. But no joke, I had on a hazmat suit really? and everything, yeah. And I even had Lisa, my wife, in there. She was on there, and she had a hazmat suit on, and we were going through knocking walls out. Dude, we sledgehammered plaster walls, which was the most... That's the worst, worst thing that that's I've ever done. Worst. Yeah. yeah, there was stuff everywhere. A little, a little it's heavy too. And it's yeah. heavy. A little, yeah. a little trick on that is getting a masonry um, disc and Ooh, using yeah, cutting, and, and just cutting. It out. Yeah, and just cutting out sections, and that's so much yeah. easier to come no, out. So than we like, were fucking. We had a sledgehammer. We had two sledgehammers, and me and my partner at that time <laughs> were just bam, <laughs> bam, bam. bam. Yeah. Yeah, and then we were doing that with the cabinets, everything in this house, we pretty much destroyed ourselves. Yeah. And then we were like, all right, we got to hire somebody to clean this up, because I don't have time to clean all this up. So then we hired a cleanup crew to come clean up all the mess. Yeah, and that gets expensive. So, like, I, I mean, I feel like for me at the beginning, I was like, no, why would I pay somebody to clean? I can do it myself. Because my dad's very much like that, where it's like, it's easy work. I can do it myself. Yeah, I'll save the lawn. money. Yeah. Yeah, are you, are you jacking? Because I used to do that. Yeah, I, know. I used to do that. I used to be like, no, I'm gonna cut the lawns for all my rentals, yeah. and I was like, all right, that got old real fast. <laughs> real fast. Yeah, but like, yeah. So that's but as first, you as you, like you graduate, do that. you do. You have to do you, that. You do. First. You do. For yeah. one, you don't have a lot of money. For two, you need the experience to understand how much time and work goes into yeah. it. So now, when those contractors come back to you and say it's three thousand dollars. You understand why You're it's like, $3,000 because yeah, it's going to take them 12 it's gonna hours. It's going to take $3,000. Yeah. yeah. To where me, at $3,000, I'm like, all right, how long would this take me? Yeah. Oh, four yeah. days. This is not worth it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so so say for somebody who like maybe doesn't have, because each one of us ha- had the option to do the sweat equity part. Yes. There's some people yeah. that can't. Like all of us they did. Can't. You did. I did. Oh, I yeah. slept on hard. Talking about like they're not built for it. To do no. Well, that's one piece. Sure, yes. maybe. But like, you might also have a job, they don't have time. Oh, like, yeah. and they have a family, oh, and they have so like they might not be able to, or the no, house okay. might be like two hours away. So like, yeah. There's some people that just might not be able to, but like. So how do you get over that then? Because like then you start making stuff up. Because I was telling my job that I was out working all day, and I'd be out working at the place. So if my manager's watching, I made it. <laughs> Making more than your income. I made it. It's a big double. This quarter. Yeah. 
yeah, so yeah. you put it you put into equity then. Oh, you I put, put in you put in sweat, sweat equity. How many I times put, did you do that? How many properties did you do? Uh, I did that for my first three. Okay. And then I started cutting back to where I just do the landscaping. Then I cut back to just doing the lump, the drop offs of the materials. Yeah. Now I barely do the drop off. I barely do I don't do any landscaping. Yeah, you just get off of, Yeah, Lowe's. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. credit card number is uh three four four five. Yeah. Those are the most annoying calls though. It's like, <laughs> it's like you have to be at your phone to answer. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you did that for like your first three properties. Yeah. And at that point you were like, all right, I just I need to But you were starting to make money at that point. I was making money at that point. You were starting to make money at that point. You were still doing your full time job. Still doing my full time job. You were doing sales, you were doing full time job, you were making good money, but then you were also making additional money and you could see the writing on the wall. And I got to a point to where flipping houses started to equal my same sales job, which was a pretty good income. Like yeah. It was a hundred thousand dollar a year income. It wasn't just a twenty, fifty thousand dollar job. Yeah. It was a yeah. hundred thousand a year job. And I started to match that by June and July. I'm like, hmm, this is getting a little interesting because yeah. now it's working and I didn't think it was gonna work like that. Yeah. I thought I was gonna flip a house, then three months later I'd get another house, but now I was starting to do four a year, five a year, yeah. six a year. Yeah. I'm like I go full time. Yeah. Could I do twelve? Yeah. And guess what? The first year I went yeah. full time. I let I got let go at my job for not being a producer anymore. Uh, yeah, oh, I went from being a producer. <laughs> yeah. I went from being a producer to not being a producer. And they were like, "Okay, we don't need you you're anymore." You're a bum. Yeah, you're a bum. <laughs> you're yeah. a loser. No joke. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I went pivoted from that to going full time. First year I go full time. Guess what? COVID. <laughs> COVID hit six months after I went full time. Oh, and I, man, flipped, perfect. I flipped three yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, I flipped like four houses that year. So it still worked. Everything still worked. Still made good money. Yeah, you, made, you made your income basically. So right? I made $20,000 more than yeah. what I was making at my yeah. security job. So yeah. it was still an increase. Yeah. And then 2021 hit, housing market went ba boom. Yeah, and no one expected that. No yeah. one expected no, that. No, man. Yeah. When COVID happened, I got nervous. Oh, same. I, I think nervous. everyone I was, was nervous. Yeah, I was just like, I need to sell everything. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah. I just need to get rid of it. And uh, and for some, I decided to just like refi. Yeah. And it was the best decision yeah. <laughs> I can make. And it was even crazier because my wife was six months pregnant when I got let go at my oh, job. Oh. So I'm like, what do we do? Like, yeah. is this real? Like, is this yeah. really what's going to happen right now? And yeah. hey, you just take it on the head and roll. Yeah. And that's how we did it. We took yeah. it and. We still managed to get a few houses, and then once the housing market started to creep its way back up, everything took off. So how do you get past that? Because like, it, at least for me, like there's always like motivational quotes or whatever yes. that I'm like repeating in my head that I'm like, all right, I'm not going to give out. There's obviously options. There's solutions yes. to every problem. Like there's always stuff that I'm like telling myself. What like what was getting you through? If you so can remember, for, for like, me, I'm a big quotes person, and when you have a newborn baby, you have a lot of time to kill. So you're in the yeah. rocking chair, literally rocking your life away <laughs> for two and three hours at a time. I put my AirPods in, and I'm just listening to Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He did a great book, The Way of the Wolf. Yeah, oh, phenomenal book. It's just a great <laughs> sales book. Yeah, and then I listen to Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, I listen to probably five books within a three month period of us rocking a baby to sleep every yeah. single day, yeah. night. And that's yeah. kind of what got me through it. 
Yeah. And it, cha- it changed the way I thought it, uh, about it. It reprograms you. So then I went from no rentals at that point when COVID hit to buying my first rental in, what is that, August of 2020? Yeah. So right in the middle of COVID, I bought my first rental property. So that felt good, obviously. Yes. Right? You got your first rental, whatever. Like, So there was a switch. Because usually there's, you, you get your first rental, anybody. Like yes. you get your first rental and like a switch turns on. So right? a switch turned on. And it took me actually four months to buy my next rental. I didn't buy my next rental until November of that same year. So yeah. I went from August to like end of November, December to buying the next one. And it was completely different from the first one. The first one was turnkey. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything to keep the same tenants that were already in there, in there. The second one, gut job. I had to fully renovate it, which is what I like to do anyways. Yeah, yeah. But I fully renovated it, turned around, rented it out, then refi. So 100% Burr method. Yeah. I've been reading about yeah. Burr, and then that was the first time I'd ever done Burr. Yeah. So, and it all worked perfectly. It was like clockwork. Renovated, rented it, got a great tenant in there. She signed a two-year lease, put a double security deposit down. Yeah. It couldn't have been any better. And she's still in there today. She's yeah. still rocking with yeah. me, and she's been the greatest tenant I've had. Yeah. And she, she doesn't know this, but she was only the first tenant I had ever gotten. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she didn't know that, but... So between those two rentals, were you still actively flipping? I was, yeah. Okay, so actively you're still you're doing kind of a little bit of both, looking for flips, yeah. looking for rentals at the same My time. My goal was flip one, keep one, flip one, keep okay. one. Now, keep three, flip one, keep four, keep flip one. And but yeah. it started even before it was flip one, rent one. Yes. Like, you were flipping, you did four flips your first year or whatever right yeah, first so, full so it was time just like was four flip, flip, flip. so you were flipping consistently flip, that's and it. it was it was with the intention of but i needed to the right act in so, yeah that so you started difference. like seeing that you needed to bring in income yeah you gotta let go by your job so like you were like i need to bring in money bring in money that's all i thought about yeah. was how am i gonna make the same as i'm making because now yeah. we have a new baby i don't want to cut our lifestyle down to what we were used to because yeah. i worked at that job for five years yeah. So we were used to that lifestyle day after day, year after year. Yeah. So now it was, how do I make up for that? And then once I did make up for that, now how do I focus on something more than that? Yeah. And that's what I would do. I would flip the first three or four months of the year, make that $100,000. And then I turned it straight just thinking about rentals. Rental. And I would go for rentals and now add a passive. Here's $300 a month. Here's $500 a month. Yeah. Here's $300 a month. Yeah. Because all it is is just collecting three, four, five hundred $500 a month. Really as is. many as you can get. Yeah. And now you're making 5000 with 10 of them. Yeah. Now you're making 10000 with 20 of them. I, I just keep going. I like to think of it as like passing go. Yeah. Right? Like when you're past Monop- yeah. like when you're like Monopoly, go. it's like $200. Right. $200. It's yeah. the first. So I went past go again. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like I love it. Recoup. The song yeah. by uh, Bones and Harmony. First of the month. That's like my favorite song ever. <laughs> First of the month. Yes. <laughs> and I play that. My wife tells me I'm crazy because I play that every first of the month. Yeah, do you? May 1st, June 1st, 2nd 1st. I play that song every day. <laughs> so, so, um, now granted, most of my people don't pay on the 1st, so that's, but that's what it is. So <laughs> they pay on the 5th, the day before the late fee. Yeah. <laughs> so then it started, it started as a bunch of flips, then it started as like flipped and so flip one, rent one, flip one. At least that was the intention. Yes. And then that quickly pivoted to like, I'm sure you saw it and we're like, yeah, hell yeah. I want to have more rentals because that passive is really nice. Yeah. So then you were trying to add more rentals. But it, it sounds like just from conversation off camera, it's like 
your deals that ended up for your flips ended up getting like better and better, or you were slating like your better deals for flips, and then you were turning those like the profits because you were you were yeah. getting good profits, right? So you were turning yes. those good profits into like okay, good maybe rentals. I'll leave some money into this rental because it's yeah. like, and now I can do like two or three or. And like, most of my flips still to this day would make good rentals because they would all meet the 75% loan to value so I could refinance it back out. But now I look at what is the rent in the area a lot more to dictate because now that I've gotten deeper in it, three or 400 bucks doesn't excite me. I want the ones that are six or $700 cash flow and not the two or $300 ones. Like before I was okay with 350. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. 350 yeah. bucks a month? Deal, we're keeping this. Yeah. The 75% loan to value. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're looking for mainly $200,000 roughly price point for your rentals, yes. ARVs. I want to be under ARV, under 250, 270. And then depending on depending on that, what determines you whether you should keep it versus flip it? So I would say area definitely matters. Like Rent schools matters or just in that like, area. is it nice? Is it nice areas? Okay, so not yeah, necessarily so like schools or parks close by or proximity to like highways. No. Like you're not looking at that. It's just like, does it look like it's being taken care is of? Is it a good neighborhood? Yeah. Is this a good street? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And then I look at the rent in that area because not all areas have the same rent. Yeah. Like I can yeah. be in Southside, my rent's $1,200 a month for a 1,200 square foot rancher. And then I go down into Chesterfield and now my rent's 16, 1800. Yeah. So now I'm tending to keep those more than I am this one. And I'll probably flip the one in Southside because it's only gonna bring in two or 300 bucks a month to where the one in Chesterfield is bringing me $800 a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm going after the higher rent versus yeah. the lower rents. Yeah. Even though on that lower rent, I bought the house forty, fifty thousand dollars, but now my mortgage is six, seven hundred dollars, but it only rents for twelve hundred. Yeah. Which yeah. is still phenomenal. Five hundred dollars a month. I'm keeping that in that yeah. scenario. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Okay, so But I've pivoted quite a bit. Yeah. I've pivoted yeah. from wholesaling to flipping to rentals. flipping and rentals. And then now I've kind of pivoted to really short-term. only wanting to keep yeah. short-term and long-term rentals. Yeah. I haven't flipped too many this year. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. where I'll buy six of them and keep them all instead of flipping one of them. Yeah. To where before I would want to flip. Just and and that active money. And the mindset for that has been what? Like so, what, what's changed all that? Obviously like. So I think what changed all that is really just talking to people who have done it on a bigger scale. Yeah. And the bigger, they have $100,000 a month coming in in rental income. Yeah. That's huge. They don't have to leave the house and they make a million dollars. Me, I have to go to work every day. I got to go flip houses. It creates the life that you really want to yeah. live later down the road and not today. Yeah. If you build it for 10, 5, 10 years, you won't have to work for the rest of your life if you don't want to. So my flip money now, it's different now. My flip money just gets me more cash to buy more rentals. Yeah, it's the opposite. So you're feeding your rentals, which is then feeding your lifestyle. Correct. So your active income is funding your passive. <clears throat> Correct. My active is funding my passive, and then my passive is funding my lifestyle. Which a lot of people argue that it's the only way to uh, like yes. really enjoy your money. Correct. It's, the only way to enjoy it is through the passive income yes. that comes through yeah. after you've invested your yeah. active income. And I love it. It's it's the I never thought that I could get there that quickly. 
Yeah. Like it's crazy how quick you can get there. It's not a ten year plan. It's a mental it's a thing. Two year plan. It is a mental. Yeah, thing. and it depends. Like you can like, get there pretty. Quick. I'm lucky. I don't have much debt. I don't have student loans. But that's it's, a discipline thing. It is. It's a discipline. Because debt. like you could also be a victim of inflation or not uh, lifestyle creep. Correct. Yeah. Yes. You have all this money coming in, and now you have flips that you can do, and now, hey, babe, you want to buy, I know we bought a car last year, but we can buy, like, that can totally happen. We need to upgrade our house, and it's like, cool, you can do that, or... Or you live like this, and you still live like this for 60 years. Like, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. I better, I would argue. In, like, five years, your rents are going to go up, so then your lifestyle's going to go. And then for me, the way I even secured it even more is I have a rental account that has probably 20 to 30 percent of what my rent coming in is Mm -hmm. sitting in account in case anything repairs vacancies so then it doesn't come out of my cash flow my cash flow stays the same and if something someone doesn't pay i take a thousand dollars out here and pay myself so that way i don't have to eat that money and everything changes because the likelihood of me running through 20 30 percent of my yearly cash flow it's probably not likely yeah detrimental stuff exactly yeah so how long did it take you to go from full-time job to you suck as an employee and you're not productive (laughs) so it was like now you can live off your rentals and like yeah i mean because i feel like a lot of people mentally set themselves up for that's going to take five years, 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. But I think it's a lot sooner. So I worked both jobs for a year and a half. And then when I got let go at that year and a half marker, I bought my first rental within 11 months. And I have not, owned, I've acquired as many rentals as I have over yeah. the last 20 months. So I haven't owned any of them for two years. Yeah. So, so I'm fresh. So three like and a half years total? Uh, three and a half years total. So three and a half years total, mm-hmm. and now you've gone from full-time employee to you could literally live off of your rentals. Live off my you, rentals. I don't have to leave else. the house if I never want to again. Now, granted, I'm not going to be a millionaire sure. or a you have high to strap producing. Down a little bit, yeah. but you could survive. It covers my bills. It covers spending money, groceries. No, I'm not going to be able to go buy the new car when my truck goes bad and all that. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy a new car, but I won't be able to go buy a 2022 or a yeah. 2023. Yeah. But I can go buy a nice car and live exactly like I'm living and never have to worry yeah. about anything. Yeah. Which is a huge relief because the biggest thing when you quit that job is every year the unknown of, am I gonna get any houses this year? Because I yeah. don't care how long you've been doing this, you still think in the back of your head, am I gonna flip a house yeah. this year? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah, not. It's kind of I don't scary. Know. It's scary. Especially yeah. if you got bills and a kid. Bills, a kid, a family, yeah. and yeah. and my wife doesn't work now. So now it's even crazier yeah. because I was able to get her retired within like six or eight months of us acquiring rentals. And then the next goal is to get me retired. But I'm not close to that yet. But yeah. only because so, I have a higher standard for me being retired. So do you want to, re- like, if you were to pick it, would you ever want to just, like, retire and just chill? I don't think I'd ever retire, retire, yeah. but I would do the new day and age retire and go do something that I want to do. Yeah, and yeah that is Such yeah. as, like, uh, different industry, like, start your own little business. I different industry, but I would travel. I wouldn't focus, like, right now, I have to be present. Yeah. Every week, every day, I have to be present in order to keep my flips going, my acquisitions going, all of this stuff to yeah. where 
I'd like to get to a point where I don't have to do that. Yeah. I don't have to be just there. more limited times, so like time, one day a week, maybe, or two or three days yeah. a week, or I'm available by phone, but I'm still somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So, are you doing anything in your business yet to try and get to that point? Subbing so, more this stuff year, out? this year, my goal was to sub all of my workout. So, I've acquired that. I sub all of my workout. I don't do anything at all in the houses. The part I I'm haven't figured up materials, out. Not doing so I do pick up materials. I'm famous for that. It, I love Lowe's. It's, it's, like, hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to not. Lowe's is my favorite place. Me and yeah. the daughter will walk around and load the car up. And <laughs> yeah, so I do pick up materials. Yeah. I, I would love to get an assistant this year. That was my goal coming into this year is sub out everything. Get an assistant to take care of getting your power bill set up, your utilities, because that's time-consuming. So time Every time get I get a house. assistant for that, man. Yeah. So I get a house, and no, next thing you know, I'm like on the phone the for 30 store minutes. Stuff. Oh, yeah, but sucks. for the insurance and sure. electric. Yeah. 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 yeah, so uh, you've obviously pivoted from short-term, or from, uh, from wholesaling to yeah. flipping to you doing your first rental with a kid and having yes. recently been laid off and like trying to like almost like fulfill a gap. I feel like that's kind of what it is, right? Like, oh, it was, yeah. Obviously, you were having more conversations with other investors who were like having the passive income come in. They were doing the $100,000 a month. And so like you saw that it was something that needed to be done. And not only did I see that it needed to be done, but I saw the time period that you could get acquire that was a lot shorter than I was expecting. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking 10 years to maybe get five or $10,000 a month. And then you're three and a half in and you retired your wife. And Correct. Like you're trying to figure out how to retire yourself. Yeah. And I see the, in the near future, that's very, very doable. Yeah. Within the next three to five, easily will be doable. I think. I, I say think, three I think to you five, do it it's like Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you can do it like a year. Yeah. Hey, no. But it depends what's enough. For me now, yeah. Yeah. it's a lot different than it was before. $100,000 used to be enough. Now it's not. Yeah. And it's not because my bills are that away to where it's not enough, but it's not enough mentally for me now. Because yeah. I've seen what others have acquired, and now I'm like... Now it's like more of a competition for fun. Oh, it's yeah. a competition. How quickly can it's I get game. it? That's it's all, a game. That's all it is. Yeah, so real estate is a game. That's yeah. all it is. It's moving pieces into different situations. And now I'm starting to see the monopoly effect to where I'm turning these houses into multifamilies. And then next, into instead of hotels, apartment complexes is my next move. Yeah. yeah. So then I'll pivot again from single family. Still probably do single family, but I'll pivot to try and get multi as well. Yeah, I, I do see that, um, to your point, like you go single family, you want to, or you flip, you want to, uh, like satisfy what your household income was, you yes. get to that point, then you want to make it passive. Yes. So that's where I, I feel like it goes. It goes from like, I have a job, it's good money, this is what my income is. I want to replace that to some degree. So you start flipping houses and then you're like, how do I make it as like from active to as passive as possible? So then you transfer to like doing rentals and then I think we're what you're kind of like trying to get into now and I'm trying to do the same is like go from like okay obviously our life is like can be our life expenses can be satisfied with like the money that we have coming in but like how do we have extra money to like play with extra things and by play I mean like 
explore other options. Well, now the like next buy a business yeah, or like invest in other ways or right? a vacation home or something yeah, like yeah, that fun. to enjoy. Yeah, because yeah. it's not always about buying another. So that's how you go from so like. Forth, whatever your income was from 100000 to like, how do I make more so that I can then fulfill that? Correct. Yeah. Because I have zero intentions of buying a beach house or a lake house with my money. Yeah. I have full intentions <laughs> of buying it with passive yeah. income. I don't yeah. even plan on spending any of my money. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be all passive at that point. Yeah. And also have that generate more passive income for you. And generate. Yeah. And yeah. I'd love to get to a point in 10 years or so where I didn't have to rent that at all. Because yeah. that would be, that's Absolutely. goals for me. It's not Absolutely. having to rent that lake house. And guess what? I get to be there three out of four weeks a month. Yeah. yeah. Every Absolutely. month. Absolutely. All yeah. summer, all every Because <clears throat> right now, I would have to rent it every holiday, every week. I'd probably stay there four weeks a year. And during the off season, but that's about it. Yeah. Maximize as much profit as you can. And then, but then when you don't need it. Yeah. You just yeah. enjoy it whenever you want. I'd yeah. love to get like a duplex or something on the beach or a duplex on a lake. Cause then you can rent out one side, still get that yeah. income and then take the other side and not yeah. rent it at all. And yeah. stay there. Yeah. So little well, cool, like man. That. I, yeah. I, I feel like you have kind of achieved what most people want is like go from, I only have $3,000 and go all the way to the epitome of like, now I've retired my wife yes. and I want to figure out a way to retire myself. Retire myself and see in the foreseeable future how I can like do, do it that. There. And do not that. only that, but I came into this with zero experience. Yeah. I knew nothing yeah. about real estate. So Which I think like of the three, you're the one with the least amount of the experience. The least amount of experience. And you've done really well for yourself. Yeah. Because you've been super resourceful. But it just goes to, sh- it goes to show anyone can really do yeah. this. If you have the hustle, if you are willing to learn, because yeah. that's what it really comes down to. I was willing to learn what I didn't know. Yeah. And yeah. I explored it <clears throat> while I was doing it and tried to figure it out as I went. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to know everything because there's a lot of overanalyzers out there and they analyze everything before they ever jump in. Yeah. I'm not like that. I'm not an analyst. You're able to pull the trigger, which is super important. A lot of newbies don't pull the trigger. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yes. It's like jumping off a plane and building the parachute on its way down. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like, how are we going to land? Because I don't know yet, but we're going to find a way before we hit the ground. And for me, that's the only way to get started, I think, too. Yeah. And I I think that that's kind of inbred in our DNA. It's like, shoot and then point. (laughs) Think about if I switched all of those steps around and I still had that W-2 job and I went to try and build enough passive income to retire me, it would have taken forever. Yeah. Because I would have been doing it part-time. I wouldn't have learned half the stuff I learned by going all in and it would have taken me 20 years to supplement my income at that point. So so it's funny you say that because like when we first got started, we were like, we're gonna buy one rental a year, yes. and in ten years we'll have ten rentals in it, <laughs> yeah. and, dude. That's I, how a lot of people think. Yeah, yeah a lot of yeah. and then you crush it, yeah. and then you're like, oh, no, no, we're fine. I like it, it wasn't that serious. I bought ten in one year. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I guess that's a a like a highlight for this conversation is just like. If you get started, you'll realize that it's not that hard, yes. and then you'll do more, and then you'll get to your goal significantly faster, like you have, than like, oh, it's going to take me 10 Dude, yeah. you, got, you got to it in three and a half years, and I'm sure yeah. you got to it really making like more. Less than two years yeah. is really when it was... Yeah. yeah. When it was hard. just like, just you. I yes. mean, your wife could have still been working at like year two. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So it's um, it's incredible. You get started. Just just put the put the pedal to the metal. Put the put the rubber on the road. Just do it. Shooting in point. Yes. What is it? Build a, a jump and then build a parachute. Yeah. Like do that because it's gonna work out, especially if you're in the right community. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, like if you yeah. have good circles, if you're going to the yeah. ring, yeah. If, if you're going to the ring events, you're going going to the Rias. If you're going to whatever in your community, whether it's Petersburg, Chesterfield, and they're Richmond, everywhere. whatever, they're everywhere. Look them up. Yeah. Like there, there is. I didn't even realize that there was four meetings within ten miles of my house yeah. until I started looking. Them. Yeah, and now you're like, holy cow, these people have Everybody. been doing this forever. And there's plenty of people that like keep having them come up, go to all of them, go yeah. to all of them. Go to you're going to learn so and go every month because not only are you going to learn more every single month, but they might have the same speaker and you don't think you should go, but you might hear something differently, Completely different this time yeah. than you did three months ago. <laughs> Just one nugget, yeah, one can nugget change can yeah. change it. And not only that, but you can hear it differently because you heard it the first time. So now you're starting to semi-implement it. And now you hear it mm-hmm. differently the next go round. Yeah. And yeah. now it just took you to that next step. Yeah. 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 I've, I've had conversations where it's been kind of a, oh, nice to meet you. We'll have coffee. We'll have coffee. And then that conversation, that hour coffee, has led to a pre-approval of over $2 million. Yes. And it's like... What? Never yeah. would have thought that, but it was like, you need to take the leap. Yeah. You need to, you need to go out there and be like, I don't know much, but I know this. What can I do for you? What can you? like just have the conversation yep. and just like, I mean, you want to help people out all the time. All I, the time. I see you helping people out all the time. You do the same yeah. thing. Like we're all like just trying to build more of a community because there are plenty of deals out there. Oh yeah, plenty of deals. We're never gonna be competition i mean there's two million houses in richmond and surrounding areas yeah. <laughs> you can't buy them all you can't buy them all yeah. i can't buy them all yeah why can't we help everyone that's yeah. in our community build yeah because it's like the quote that i'm gonna say for the end of it don't wait to buy real estate buy real estate and wait like that one i'm serious yeah. man like that is real yeah. and it hits home because that is what help has helped me yeah do this your house now 32 32, imagine if you yeah. were, and you've taken three and a half years, so you were 20, 28 and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. I was 27 when I got into real estate. Dude, imagine and if you now, started at 25, how old did you yeah. start? Uh, 22. 22. Ah, oh, so lucky. So like, imagine. buy real estate, and, like you could have done that early. I could have done that earlier. You, I could have even done it earlier. I could have even done it. You oh, could have yeah. done it earlier. I've seen so them like, at 20 years yeah. old, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, just try it. Just go, just go do it. it. I can and give it comes a shot. from different forms of life because Dylan, he just went straight into it fresh out of college. Yeah. Me, it took me six or seven years to figure out what I really wanted yeah. to do. And you know what did it for me? Is I went to one of the Rio meetings for the very first time and I was a guest speaker for security systems. And oh, that's yeah. What I saw. Yeah, I was no a guest speaker. Way. So I met I this guy that. that did an Airbnb or he was actually did a wedding venue. I put cameras and automation door locks in his wedding venue so he didn't have to be there he could just program the codes yeah. for him and he was like dude you should come talk i got a bunch of other guys that have vacation rentals that you could put in the systems in their house so he invited me to come and i talked in front of everybody little did like I as know, a salesman trying as to a sell salesman, <laughs> yeah. little did i 
I know I sat back and watched everybody else, and that's what got me. Oh, that's crazy. Light bulb. It was nuts. Light bulb. Like, that's nuts. It's so crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. I, it's wild. I've never heard of that either. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, that's uh, Daryl's story. Me. It's uh, each one of us has a story. I, I've learned a ton from what we've just talked about. There's a lot that I didn't know, especially that last piece. Um, everybody has a story. You just need yeah. to start your own, right? Uh, in the next episode, we're going to be talking to Dylan and discovering a little bit more about his story. Uh, he's significantly <laughs> younger than us. He's a baby. He is a baby. Uh, but he also got to start a lot sooner than uh, we did. And his, his story is super interesting. He's made a lot of pivots also. So we're going to cover that shortly. And if you're still watching, don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button. It's just super easy. Just hit the subscribe button or hit the like button. Just one tap of the, one tap of the mouse. That's all you need. Just <laughs> or your finger, because most people are on a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch this on your phone. No. Yeah. So to end that, generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>